the Arizona Cardinals play football tonight. Who should you be watching during the game? Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free and available on all platforms. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So they play the Denver Broncos tonight, 7 o'clock Pacific time, and we're off to the races. So there is going to be a lot of fun things that we're going to be discussing from here through the end of the season. It starts tonight. Which starters are going to play? Which veterans are going to play? You know, things like that. Still kind of up in the air when I'm, you know, recording this podcast. Um, But I, I did want to do three players to watch tonight. And we can talk more substantiated storylines when they happen. (laughs) You know, like this is still very new. A lot of uncertainty about what the actual depth chart is going to look like when it's official come week one. Injuries, quarterback, you know, which rookies found themselves in the starting role because of how they, you know, performed during camp and then in the preseason. There's so many things up in the air that I think tonight it's kind of the kiss method where it's like, Keep it simple, three guys, and this is where we're at. And I've been back and forth with people about this player more than anything else this offseason as pertaining to the 2023 season. And it's my belief and opinion that Clayton Toon should be starting. Now, I think he should be starting right away. I think he should be getting first-team reps until he proves that he's not NFL ready, but right now, I don't see a downside. So with Clayton Toon, the interesting part about him is he played, you know, he's got a lot of reps from college, all right, and he's a prototypical body quarterback. And I think with Colt McCoy as the other option, David Blau, Jeff Driscoll. I mean, they've got quarterbacks on this roster. Until Clayton Toon gives you a reason not to start him, start him. And I think he should be heavily highlighted tonight. And I think he should be heavily highlighted throughout the rest of the preseason. Maybe Colt McCoy will see the first, you know, couple series. And then you bring Clayton Toon in. This is going to be a quarterback battle going into week one until Kyler Murray comes back. And Clayton Toon fascinates me because I know that you're not going to see a whole lot from the preseason. CJ Stroud had a terrible game last night. It doesn't mean anything. You can joke, whatever. It's a fool's errand to think that anything that CJ Stroud does in the preseason will have any sort of correlative towards how many wins Houston Texans are going to have in the regular season, which the Cardinals have their first round pick. So 
If he balled out last night, doesn't matter. If he didn't, doesn't matter. So with Clayton Toon, though, Cardinals are in a different situation. They're starting quarterbacks hurt. So I just want to see as much as possible of him. And you'll be able to see if this is a, you know, if this is a, oh, Cardinals have something here kind of thing. And it's going to be fascinating. And I'm super excited for it. And Clayton June is my number one to watch because he's a quarterback, because he played well. To, if he came out, you know, two years ago and not this year, probably would have been drafted a lot higher. I mean, Houston was ranked, had a bunch of wins. He was a quarterback. That's how it rolls. But going into tonight, I just want to see him. That's the player that I want to watch the most. And sure, there's a lot of defensive guys, as you can see on the right side, if you're watching this on YouTube, that I have three offensive players. And there will be honorable mentions that I'll mention at the end of the show. But, you know, going into tonight, it's Clayton Toon. Why wouldn't it be? And it's not like, it's not just, ooh, young rookie quarterback. Let's see what he has. No, no, no. That's not what this is. It's a combination of, let's see what he's got, obviously. Um, Let's see if Colt McCoy is still the better option. And also, let's see what this bevy of offensive weapons that Kyler Murray is going to come back to can be utilized through Clayton Toon. And that is what fascinates me. That is something that I'm just, I mean, I'm over the moon to witness. I'm absolutely over the moon to witness that. Alex Lancey, Lockdown Cardinals. Thanks for hanging out. Sorry, I had a little camera issue there. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, it's only getting better from here, man. It is only getting better from here. Next on the list, Michael Wilson. He would be number one on this list if Kyler Murray was healthy, but he is not, so he is not. I'm going to hit that, talking about Michael Wilson and why that's another player to watch as we roll on here, Locked on Cardinals, your team. Every day this episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. So here's the thing. I have a very close relationship with LinkedIn, just from my my past, you know, looking for jobs. You know, it just, LinkedIn has always kind of been there for me. And these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Simple tools like screening questions makes it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one delivering quality hires for its leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Locked on Cardinals, thanks for hanging out. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. I'm Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please go like Subscribe. Turn the notifications on at the YouTube channel. It's getting bigger every day. Thank you, everydayers, 
for being a part of it with me. So Michael Wilson, third round pick, Stanford. He's been the star of camp. And it's been a weird camp. Like last year, it was Antonio Hamilton and Greg Dortch. And it was far and away. Michael Wilson is the guy this year. You know, he's the story. And that's awesome. <laughs> like, if Michael Wilson becomes a productive wide receiver in the NFL for the Cardinals, everything changes. That's something that, that's the thing that in the cornerback room is the thing that the Cardinals organization, media members, fans alike, have been yearning for to get some sort of substantiated talent out of the draft. And yes, Patrick Peterson was the last one. Byron Murphy was fine. Marco Wilson is TBD. Wide receiver. They haven't drafted a good wide receiver in a long time. Rondo Moore shows flashes, but he's hurt all the time. Just Steve Kime special. Like, Michael Wilson can come in and be a baller. Huge. So that's the player to watch for me. If it if Kyler Murray were healthy, it would be Michael Wilson first on this podcast. But he's not, so it's gotta, i got to go quarterback. But I just want to watch Michael Wilson get 10, 12, 14 targets. Who cares? Like, we'll see if Hollywood Brown plays. We'll see if Rondo Moore plays. Greg Dorch is going to get some run. You know, I'm certain Zach Pascal is going to get some run. This is a new offense for everybody. So it's probably going to look a little clunky tonight. And that's okay. It's the preseason. It doesn't matter. Truly, unless it's guys who, who are on the cut line, it doesn't really matter. Now it's just kind of getting into the groove. Isaiah Simmons is going to be a big one. I know I haven't talked about defense a bunch. I'll talk about that to, to round out the podcast. But Michael Wilson's the guy. Give him 10 targets, 12 targets. Who cares? And then see enough and pull him. Like, this is not something where you want to go down, you know, with the, the best record ever uh, or the, you know, the most receiving yards ever in a preseason game. That's not the point. But the point is get them targets, bunch of routes run, and just kind of see what you've got. Because unlike CJ Stroud and quarterbacks, things like that, where it's, there's an indication, there's an idea of what it could potentially turn into in the regular season once, once, once the, uh, you know, once the season starts. Wide receivers are a little bit different. It's like, you can see, this is this is one of my favorite things to say. You can see when NFL players are playing against non-NFL players. And I, I mentioned this most recently with Rondo Moore when he was a rookie. When he got an open space, and I think he played in the preseason last year. When he's in open space, oh, that's an NFL player. Playing against fringe NFL players. Where, the, where it's such a stark contrast, that's what you're hoping to see out of Michael Wilson, where it's like, yep, game's not too fast for him, DBs aren't too physical, you know, whatever it is. And that's what you're looking to see tonight. That's what you hope to see from the former third, from the third round pick out of Stanford. Because remember, Hollywood Brown coming back, Rondell Moore, Greg Dortch, they need a big guy in the, in, in the wide receiver room, and then potentially adding Marvin Harrison Jr. to start the 2024 season. Like, the Cardinals haven't had a dominant wide receiver room ever. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden were probably the one-two punch. I mean, it's, it's always been Larry Fitzgerald and a couple of guys. Bruce Arians got the most out of Jerron Brown and J.J. Nelson and John Brown. Um, but even with DeAndre Hopkins, we didn't see – like if if we were going into this season witnessing – the Arizona Cardinals rolling out DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown and Rondo Moore with Kyler Murray quarterback, that would be looked at as a dominant wide receiver group in the parlance of our times, Big Lebowski. 
in 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 the you know in the NFL today. A bona fide one, a bona fide one A, and some nice role pieces. But the Cardinals don't have that. So when you're looking at Michael Wilson, you want to have a situation where he can just ball out. Like that's it, it's going to be so fun if he turns in turns camp onto the field during a preseason game into the regular season. And that's a guy that looks like a steal in the third round, like a Terry McLaurin, or I think Deontay Johnson was late second, but there was a bevy of guys that went in the late second, third round, early third round that are, that are stars now, fringe stars. And that's what, that's where you find the gems in the draft. It's not in the first round, not in the second, it's the third, fourth, fifth, that they're team friendly contracts. You have more control and, you know, they can inevitably, you know, become pillars of the organization for years to come. So it starts tonight. Michael Wilson is my guy that I'm just hoping comes in and they're like, oh, my Lord. What did the Cardinals get in with their third round pick? What did what have they done? That's a steal of the draft. That's something that the Cardinals haven't really had. I think I can just end the sentence there. I think, again, Steve Kime's best draft pick was Buda Baker moving up to the top of the second round in 2017, I think it was, to get him. I think that was the best draft pick Steve Kime ever made. You know, so when when you're looking at the Cardinals now, when you're looking at what could potentially be opportunity-wise, Michael Wilson being a good player just changes the trajectory of things. So it starts tonight. That's why he's a player to watch. If you start tonight watching him be an NFL player right away before the first official snap of the season starts, that is a massive thing for the Cardinals in a year that, again, is not going to be looked at as a failure if they lose more games than they win. This is growth. This is culture building. This is Jonathan Gannon's. Like, this is... This is so much bigger than one season of a win-loss record. And that is why I'm so fascinated with Clayton Toon and Michael Wilson, because that could be the one-two punch to start the season with Kyler Murray on the shelf. What if Michael Wilson just comes in, he's a fringe wide receiver two, wide receiver 1A to start? Like, what if it starts tonight? That's why he's a player to watch. Finally, sixth overall pick. Obviously, one to watch as he's supplanted Kelvin Beecham as a starting right tackle. What does Paris Johnson mean tonight? We'll talk about it next. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Final segment, Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Um, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Yeah. I'm going to be on Bleacher Report tonight, giving a live reaction to uh, the Cardinals game. Should be fun. I'm going to put out the link on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, if you'd like to join me there after the game, I think you just download the Bleacher Report app, search Arizona Cardinals, and you'll be able to see me there. Um, Paris Johnson. This is the obvious one. Not as fun, not as sexy, but the most important probably. It's going to be starting at right tackle. And um, game on. He's the one that's not talked about enough because, first of all, we didn't know where he was going to play. We didn't know if it was going to be left guard, if Kelvin Beecham was going to start on the right side uh, coming off an injury, or if they were just going to start Paris Johnson Jr. We don't really know yet. 
I mean, there's things lending you to think, especially because the first depth chart came out and that's what it was. Paris Johnson starting right tackle. Um, He's going to get his reps with a quarterback that is not Kyler Murray. And when a rookie comes in, one drafted in the top 10, on the offensive line, it's something that the Arizona Cardinals haven't experienced <laughs> since Jonathan Cooper. The amount of offensive line troubles the Arizona Cardinals have had, they haven't had a first-round offensive lineman chosen since 2015 with DJ Humphreys. So this is kind of like a, what are you looking for when watching Paris Johnson? Like I said about Michael Wilson is as long like this is going to be a long career, hopefully for Paris Johnson with the Cardinals. He's a big dude. He's going to be on the right side. And then I would assume he'd inevitably move over to the left. If DJ Humphreys moves on after this season, you just don't want to see the game be too fast for him. Like him getting burned over and over and over again. Denver's got a Denver's got a good defense. So when you see Paris Johnson, it's like, what is, like, this is going to be the most fun because he's so new and the Cardinals are so new to drafting an offensive lineman in the top 10. They're just like, let's just see what the kids got. And then as we move on, we'll be able to have more, you know, juicy storylines as it were based on this performance but i my all eyes are going to be on paris johnson now a couple honorable mentions isaiah simmons in a new role zayvon collins depending on how many snaps they play we don't really know yet as i'm recording this who's going to be playing but all in all this is going to be a hell of a game cardinals football is back and i am here with you alex Lancy, locked on cardinals i'll talk to you tomorrow